Now today's federal newscast, I'm Terry Wing. A familiar proposal geared toward the federal workforce is making its way once again in the House Budget Committee. In its 2019 proposal, the committee wants federal employees to contribute more toward a defined benefit retirement plan. And again, it seeks to end the special Social Security supplement for federal workers who retire before age 62. The committee's budget proposal is moving on to the full House, but it's unclear whether it will be considered or voted upon. The Education Department plans to make cuts to its telework policy. The agency has told employees they'll need to work in the office at least four days a week, starting with the new fiscal year in October. About one in six education employees currently teleworks at least three days a week. Another 30% teleworks at least one day a week. Education says bringing more employees into the office will lead to greater collaboration. The State Department is hiring. In plans obtained by Federal News Radio, the department has authorized the hiring of 450 employees and along with other efforts should boost department staffing to 1,340 new hires in the near future. The Foreign Service will get about 40% of that amount, while the rest will be civil service. President Donald Trump has signed legislation aimed at helping agency inspectors general protect whistleblowers. The bill authorizes the creation of a whistleblower protection coordinator within each agency's Office of Inspector General. Under the law, these coordinators will educate employees about protections from whistleblower retaliation. Just how vigilant should you go as a federal employee in protecting your personally identifiable information? One senator wants to know. Senator Mark Warner is frustrated with the lack of information from OPM and the Justice Department about whether current and former federal employees are at a greater risk of personal identity fraud. Warner writes to OPM and DOJ asking for answers no later than Wednesday about whether a recent fraud case was connected to the 2015 data breach suffered by OPM. Warner questions whether OPM is being proactive enough to protect the identities of current and former federal employees given this recent case. I'm Jason Miller. President Trump has nominated Lieutenant General Mark Kelly to become Air Force Deputy Chief of Staff for Operations. Kelly currently serves as Commander of the 12th Air Force and Air Force Southern. Army Chief of Staff Mark Milley says the newly launched Army Futures Command will focus on emerging technologies when it opens its doors at a new facility to be named soon. Milley says, for example, the command is looking to hypersonics to provide greater accuracy and lethality, as well as cyber and artificial intelligence to provide better access to information and faster decision-making. Five cities are still in the running to host the 500-person facility, Austin, Boston, Minneapolis, Philadelphia, and Raleigh. The Pentagon says it's giving its new CIO more authority over cloud computing. But as Jared Serbu reports, it's not clear how far that authority will extend. In a brief statement last night, the Defense Department said the new Chief Information Officer, Dana Deasy, will lead DOD's cloud initiative. But officials didn't specify what that initiative includes. The statement does not specifically mention the Pentagon's upcoming JEDI procurement, a multi-billion dollar project involving commercial cloud computing services. Up until now, that effort has been led by DOD's Cloud Executive Steering Group. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Agency are one step closer to being able to take advantage of higher thresholds for micro-purchases and simplified acquisitions. The Office of Management and Budget says provisions in the 2018 Defense Authorization Bill increased the micro-purchase threshold to $10,000 and the simplified acquisition threshold to $250,000. The final step is for the Federal Acquisition Regulatory Council to update the FAR. The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has a new person leading its personal activities. More now from Tom Timmon in today's management report. Kevin Richardson becomes the EEOC's Chief Human Capital Officer. 
He was associate deputy administrator in the veterinary services branch at the agriculture department, where he ran program support services. That included HR, information technology, and financial management. A longtime career official, Richardson also had stints in the Agricultural Marketing Service, Treasury's Bureau of the Public Debt, and at the U.S. Trade Representative's Office. I'm Tom Temin. And the agency that administers the Thrift Savings Plan says the worst of its customer service challenges for telephone response have been resolved. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board says customer service representatives are now answering nearly all of participants' calls to the TSP's thrift line within the standard 20 seconds, and that fewer than 1% are being dropped. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board says it hired more staff and trained new employees more quickly to resolve customer service challenges. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes, And follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.